Coming up on this episode of Don't Panic, we've got the week's technology news, including Fitbit falling short, those really expensive paper-thin LG displays, yeah, we know how much they cost now, everyone getting live, trending topics going standard, and six strikes, you're out. It's all that and more coming up now on this episode of Don't Panic. This is Don't Panic, episode number 156, recorded January 30th, 2017. Six strikes, you're out. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, uh, the technology podcast with two drunk hosts um, and me. I'm Sean Jennings, joined, as always, by two guys who know how to drink the finer things in life. It's uh, Colby Rabinu and Dan Miller. I've just got my decaf coffee, my little, NASA, <laughs> my little NASA mug. I'm drinking a weird sour beer. You know, I've never Listen. figured out sour beers. They're sour. Why can't they just? Beer. Why can't people just drink normal? You know, it's like the, the 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 nitro beer and like the cold brew coffee. Like, why can't we just drink beer? Mm. You I can drink it. beer. I want my Budweiser, also, my Bud Light. Why not also bring some variety into your life? Oh, but that mm. you know, I mean, I'm not super into nitro beers. I think they're fine, but sour beers are good in a totally different way than beer. But it's, it's like a weird like grain soda. It's that Crazy. it's that molecular gastronomy food crap where they're like, oh, let's turn salmon into foam, and I'm like, all right, you know, just there is. <gasps> I there... think sour sour beers are a far cry from like salmon. I foam know. Right I just like to be an angry old man. <laughs> Why do things have to change? <laughs> I remember back when things used to be better. Back in my day, the late '90s, um, <laughs> back in those days when Sam Adams was craft beer. That's right. Back in the day, what? What? I know. When was that? In like the seventeen nineties? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you burned me there. Colby Duncan on his own hometown hero there. <laughs> Sammy Adams. I still drink Sam Adams down here in Houston. Nice. It's testy. Um, actually, I got a. Um, I, you know what? I should have picked it, and I thought about it, and I decided not to. But um. I got wine in the mail. You know, they can do that now. Whoa. There's, there, there's... I know Blue Apron always try. They have like a wine, wine pairings to go with their food. And they they constantly try and get me to sign up for that. I would be all over that. <laughs> Is that I everywhere? Just like, don't. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't dislike wine, but. Have you had, maybe a, maybe you've I'll had try wine them. pairings though, right? Yeah. I just like. I don't know. Maybe I should do it. Maybe I'm missing out. Well, that's I what, think it's is, only is an extra twenty dollars a month, which is well, not not terrible. Not I could be wrong about that though. If it's maybe I'm getting it confused with the twenty dollars off coupon that they send me. <laughs> totally the same thing. Really, no right, difference. Right. I'm I'm gonna look this up for 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 posterity. No, I uh, I found a service. It's um wink winc.com and it's a it's a wine subscription service. They they sent me a coupon so I just tried it for the first month, but they give you like a little cuz I don't know anything about wine. I just like it. So I couldn't go to a store and buy a bottle. But they give you a little questionnaire, you know, to help you figure out what you like. Um and they sent me three really fantastic bottles. So I've been uh I've been enjoying that for a change. Nice. I got I got to get to a liquor store though. That's really my gap. I, I never I never keep anything hard in the house. Mm. See, that's that's 
not a problem that I have. (laughs) (laughs) I don't doubt that at all. Sean, you said he had a funny story about the Mondays. Oh, well, you know, Dan, I hate Mondays. I despise Mondays, A, because the weekend's great, and B, because on a normal day, I have to get up really early, and that includes Monday, and then my Monday mornings are my most packed, like, my Fridays are really quiet for me, but my Monday mornings are, like, back to back to back to back to back, phones and phone calls and meetings, so when I got home from work today, um, and I got up to my apartment door, I took out my keys and tried to use my car fob remote to unlock my front door of my house. I literally took mm. it out and was like pushing the unlock button and was wondering why the door wasn't unlocking. I'm like, oh no. You know, if I had one of those smart locks maybe, but I was like, oh no, I'm this yeah. fucking is this day over yet? I, I bet with some technical know how you could get your you could you could rig your car your car keys to unlock your house. Oh sure. Oh sure, but I, you know I'd find some way to screw that up where then it'll stop unlocking my car and then we'll really have problems. So um be like well unlock the house but but not the car yeah so i said that's i'm very clearly not with it so oh well nice but we had some fun this weekend we played some some dungeons and dragons yesterday which i thought was a lot of fun yeah we finished our our first adventure we did and i have to tell folks if you haven't been watching at gamenights.tv the ending will surprise you it surprised us (laughs) Yes. A bit of it an was, understatement. Yeah. It was a shocker. It was. It was surprising. Um, but as I said, Game Nights TV, you can check that out. I want to remind everybody, especially those watching us live on Facebook at facebook.com slash don't panic show. We appreciate it because um, we love the fans. We love you joining us. You can join in the conversation anytime during the show live. You call in. You get to join. It's now a four-person call. You're right in the mix with us at 508-644-TECH. That's 508-644-8324. You can dial it from any phone, um, and you'll you'll join us on the show. If you've got thoughts or comments, um, we're welcome callers. And again, the offer still stands. First person to call in with a substantive comment is going to win an exclusive limited edition Don't Panic tote bag. And if you ask nicely, I won't sign it. <laughs> the least I'll do for you. Uh, I, won't, I won't ruin it. <laughs> Um, and so check that out. 508-644-TECH is the number. Of course, you can also call it even when we're not live. Leave us a voicemail. We may play it next week. Okay, gentlemen, what, what is really, is there anything else going on? There's got to be anything? No. So much, so much work, so much computers. That's all that's really been happening for me. Yeah, you've just been yeah. doing a lot of the computers. Mm-hmm. Computing. General purpose computing. General purpose. Yeah. That needs to be your LinkedIn header. General purpose personal computing yes <laughs> i like that yeah, yep that's it. lots of lots of spreadsheets and and word processing so like, really no no i i was just i was still thinking about general You're thinking purpose of my computing. job that's my job <laughs> yeah. colby get off my turf um i'm the excel king no um i was gonna ask you guys i wrote i wrote one line of code today and the rest of the time was spent in Google Docs and Google Sheets. <laughs> wow. I think my, my coworker that sits next to me wrote seven lines of code today, and he had to revert two of them. He was so tired at the end of the day. He was just like, like his his eyes were watering. He looked like he hadn't slept in days. It was It was quite a Monday for him, I think. But it must have been some seven lines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't ask what they were. 
Now, I was going to ask you guys, I don't know if we've talked about this on the show before. Do you guys have business cards? No. I do. I think I've given out my business card twice ever in four years, four and a half years. I I have given out my non-existent business cards never. Wow. That's a lot for a non-existent card. There would have been a third time, but I didn't have my business cards because then the trick is you need them so infrequently that, yeah. Yeah, the, the I pro- remember my dad. My dad used to like have business cards in his wallet all the time, which like I guess it makes sense if you need people to contact you. Well, and for your dad being a business owner himself, I mean he's drumming right, up right. business, so that makes sense. Like an actual business person. Yeah, like you who mean wants people, people to contact don't do him? the the Samsung Beam where you tap your Samsung phones together to <laughs> to zip the V cards over or whatever. Did I, did I ever tell you about the time when I was in California at a party and like was talking to this guy and we had like a nice conversation? He was like, I I'd love to like chat some other time. Do you have like like bump or mm-hmm. whatever? Which I remember like, bump. this was like five years ago. And I was like, No, why would I have that? Um I didn't say <laughs> that. I wasn't trying to be rude. I was just sort of taken aback. Um, and like, that's the only way he would get my contact info. So I was like, well, I guess I'll never talk to you again. And he was like, what do you do if like you need to exchange contact info with someone? Like, I don't know, like tell them my phone number or something. This doesn't happen to me often. (laughs) Uh, That was a weird experience. Facebook, you know, there, there are options. Right. Um, and that's what, that's it. So, so the moral of the story is I didn't have bumps. So I, I've never talked to that guy since. I don't know. His loss. Yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> yeah, business cards are, are funny. You're right. You never have them. I need, the reason I bring it up is because I, I had a meeting today where people always give me their business cards, and I feel like a schmuck because I don't give them mine. But I, I, I have a choice, and maybe maybe Not this could be our, this. I know. I feel like a jerk. Well, you know, maybe this could be our next show giveaway. I have a box of 500 sean jennings business cards except that they have (laughs) except that they have the wrong title address phone number and email on them literally the only (laughs) accurate piece of information is my name wow what what does it say for all those other fields it all has my old title my my pittsfield office address my pittsfield office phone number our pittsfield fax number which i never understood and we changed our email domain so the email's wrong (laughs) so how many do you say you have? Well, okay, they ordered me 500 when I started working there, and I've given away maybe 10. So there's about 490, and I have a box of them, and I don't know what to do with them. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I have I have at most 100. I think I probably have even less. So, Dan, do you have, like, Etsy business cards or, like, just Dan Miller business cards? Etsy business cards somewhere. Wow. Fancy. I wonder if I could get a HubSpot business card. Well, and that's my problem. So I've been in Houston for seven months, and they don't know how to buy me business cards. It's a whole other story wow. about our business, but I've been asking for seven months for new cards, and no one can figure out how to pay for them. I, I'm like, I'll do, I'll pay for them out of my own pocket. Just figure out how to order right. me the cards. Just, just expense them. <laughs> and I'm like, they're not expensive because, believe me, we use the cheap card stock. They right. cannot get me new cards. It's it's very annoying. So I've given up. And so now I'm in these meetings. People hand me their card. And I'm like, oh, sorry. I didn't want to talk to you anyway. So I guess this is a win-win. <laughs> it's just, it's just dumb. Someone should have had so an is, app where you can just tap your phone to someone else's phone. And it sends the contact information. Imagine. Missed opportunity. I, I have once 
it was useful. I've used someone's business card once to contact them. Uh, I think. But mostly other times it's uh, by hand email exchanges. But with phones, it's way better than before because you can like enter. You can you can send them the email while you're standing there. Exactly. Or hand them the phone and say you put it into my phone so I don't screw it up. Yep. Indeed. Wow, we live in the future. Uh, isn't it amazing? Network so hard. I hate ne- God. I hate networking. Really, and I was thinking, Dan, that's the other reason I use business cards is to remember people's names. Because mm, before I go to useful. meet them again, and I'm like, oh, I think I have his card somewhere, and I'm like, oh, Oliver. All right, hey, Oliver, how you doing? The best thing about Facebook is that working at Facebook was that every time you met a new person, either you or them friended you on Facebook, so like you remembered their name that way. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a lot of friending. Yeah. I would imagine. I used to get so many likes on my posts and stuff. Oh, my God. I don't <laughs> need one, though. You were in the cult. Oh, you know, they, I'm they out of the club. You? Yeah. I think, I think the algorithm, like, factors me out because I'm a disgruntled ex-employee. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the blacklist. <laughs> used to work here? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> damn damn all right guys well i think uh i think we can kind of move along to some news here we don't have any kind of i would say big stories but we certainly have some stories um to talk about here in the rundown we've got i don't know like 10 um if you ranting about that extra thin display yeah, absolutely. I love when we follow up on stories because we don't do it very often and so we've got a follow up here for you folks. You may remember back in our CES episode a couple weeks ago, I talked about a lot of crazy technology, but specifically LG's stupid thin wallpaper TV. Uh, it had one wire that came out of it. It, w- it. it was razor thin. There's a picture of it up on the screen here for the folks watching the video. I mean, it's irresponsibly thin. Um, and we talked a lot about it. The pros and cons, you can go back and listen to that episode. We won't rehash the whole thing, but... Our big question was, how much is it going to cost you? Now, have you guys read the story? Did you cheat and look ahead? No. Colby did. Okay, God that's all right. Damn it, Colby! All right, Dan, you still get to play. I prices thought I was right, being though. responsible. Well, I you guess technically you, know, you should know better than that. I won't get too mad at you. That's okay, Dan. <laughs> You get to play prices right rules yeah. here. How much would you pay for a 2.57 millimeter thick 65 inch LG wallpaper TV? How much would I pay? That's right. And then what do you think it costs? <laughs> Is this like a how much would I pay if I had infinite money sort of deal? What would let's just say what what do you believe the manufacturer suggested retail prices on this? Well, here, here, I'm going to walk you through my reasoning. I'm going to say it's more than $5,000 because you can get like a regular TV that's not ultra thin for, you can easily spend, I mean, not easily, but you could very well spend $5,000 on a super high-end one. Sure. So, I don't know. Like, I'll put it at an even 10K. Even 10K? Good guess. Very solid. Uh, the 65-inch LG W Series TV will cost you seven thousand nine hundred and ninety-six dollars. So actually, a real bargain there. That's Dan. not bad. That's very reasonable. Bargain ba- basement prices. And now, wow. if you the best part is if you want the larger seventy-seven inch, 
you'll be paying nineteen thousand nine hundred and ninety six dollars. <laughs> Wait, what's the inch difference between those two? Six, Sixty-five to seventy-seven. No, not worth it. This, this. Oh my god! But again, Dan, it's this is again, one of those things. If you have infinite money, diminishing you returns. Get the big this one. is an excellent example. If you had infinite money, then sure, you get the or big if one. If you had practically infinite money, but the, how can oh, the god. extra? What was it? Six inches? Mm-hmm. Seven? How can that cost 12. you 12 inches? You're paying $1,000 an inch. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's a very, very good way to put it. But Dan, it's not about the I, inches. It's about how you use them. <laughs> Just remember that. I said, so I will say, like, thinking about this TV again and how it has, like, the sound bar thing that has all the TV stuff in it, like, I long to return to the days where TVs are just screens that you plug stuff into. Like, I can't wait. Well, I don't know if it's ever going to happen again, like, for real, unless I pay $8,000 for this TV. But, like, that's what I want. I just want a, a giant screen that has no... I would like it to be able to, like, determine which input I'm using automatically, but other than that, it doesn't do anything else. Um... And I was thinking about that, and I just looked over and remembered that there's, like, a webcam built into my TV, which is so stupid. Well, that's right. Can't you, like, wave to your TV uh, and have it do shit? Yeah, and, like, the webcam, like, pops out of the top. It, like, it like it's it's creepy. That's I forgot awesome. it was there because it's it's permanently popped it's, in. Uh, so it's not always but watching. I should, I should, like, tape, tape over that because that's terrifying. I'm sure there's already malware on my TV. <laughs> oh sure, you you were part of the DNS attack. That's right. You know that's what it, that oh, is sure. one thing I love about TVs is that they do go through these cycles of having, you know, it's like feature of the month. Like all of a sudden, you know, like for a while you could talk to your TV, and then all the TVs had that, and then like six months later you could wave at all your TVs, and they all had cameras with, and then the motion remotes. Remember that was big for five minutes. Um. God, are TVs are, are all TVs 3D at this point, or no, do, do they just are. stop making 3D TVs? So oh, actually, they just stop making. That 3D was TVs. that was a story I saw recently. They they there are no t- 3D TVs. No, you can't buy them. And and what's actually it's very depressing to me. You you guys are depressing me here because my TV is on the fritz. I'll be watching it, and all of a sudden the picture will go black and the screen will stop working, but the audio still works. And if I go mm-hmm. and if I slap it on the back of the TV at just the right place, the picture comes back on. <laughs> very technical. Very if, technical. If this is like an an LCD. It's a Vizio. You know. It's a not, you know, it's a flat screen. It's, LCD. Okay. Yeah. It's only two years old. It's not old. Wow. Uh, I know. I'm very upset. And so I've been looking around at TVs. I'm not going to replace it just yet, but I've been looking around and you're right. No more 3D. No more with the, with the smart remote <laughs> nonsense. No more cameras. Even the smart apps aren't played up as much. It's all 4K, HDR. That's that's the big thing now that everyone's looking at. Mm. For normal people like us, I should say. I didn't, <laughs> Best Buy didn't carry a lot of uh, stupid thin TVs. That mm. is for sure. All right. Well, uh, let's keep rolling here, guys. In the rundown, we got a... A heck of a lot of stories to discuss. 
<laughs> Any volunteers? Can we talk about the the other LG thing? Oh sure, I'd love. I again, I like I said, I'm every week I want to try to squeeze in a dumb story or two, and this is like <laughs> my favorite dumb story of the week. So, do you guys remember we we covered the Apple announcement? I don't think we actually talked about it. Um, but at the Touch Bar Apple announcement that they had not that long ago, back pre-holidays, um, they rolled out a 5K display that Apple said from LG that they said was specifically designed to work with the new MacBook Pro and basically as an unofficial replacement to the Thunderbolt display. They said, this is, this is like, we worked with LG, very tightly collaborated. This is like the display for Apple now, this LG 5K display. Well, according to 9to5Mac, apparently the 27-inch monitor is relatively useless when it's within two meters of a router because the display will flicker, disconnect, or freeze due to electromagnetic interference. LG has acknowledged the problem, uh, noting that routers may affect the performance of the router, and the user should have the router placed at least two meters away to avoid issues. That's really the whole story. There's not a lot of updates. Um... To, to that, other than uh, they, they acknowledge that it's a problem and uh, don't don't have your monitor too close. Now, I have two monitors directly above my uh, router, so I would be pretty upset. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, I, this don't, was I don't think there's a place in my house that I could put a monitor that is farther than seven feet from my router. Well, I don't think you can be <laughs> anywhere in your apartment and be more than, with you know, you don't have very big. No, I hear what you're saying. It's it's kind of. It's I kind could of I could put it in the kitchen. In the kitchen, I think, like back there next next to the stove in the sink, like that would be perfect. But otherwise, <laughs> probably not the monitor for you. Yeah, it's a little zany. I I always wondered how they test things like that. Like, how does this not like even in the LG lab? Isn't it near stuff that would cause this? Like even accidentally. <laughs> Right. Like, I don't, I, I, I feel like that's such a common thing. You know, it reminds me, like, remember when you used to have, like, computer speakers or something next to your, your cell phone, and, like, your cell phone signal would, like, m- make, like, weird noises on the computer speakers? That's what this reminds me of, but, like, more hilarious. Yeah. happen as much more. Yeah. No, and and actually part of the reason is that, you know, working for a plastics company, I know these things. The materials they put in the phones now and in other devices, they do that on purpose to try to avoid this. They use specialty materials um, that are designed to absorb but not not emanate these um, to shield devices. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting to me that LG says it's not an issue for any of its other monitors outside of this 5K display. Um, So I'm curious what about this specific monitor is causing this issue. Hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. It is. Imagine being a person, oh, sorry, who's responsible for, like, managing the the theater microphones, like the wireless microphones a couple years ago, where you had all of these misbehaving cell phones in the theater. I don't know how they did it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a reason those all switched to digital. Um, instead of analog frequencies. You're right. It is... Wireless is crazy. I don't get it. I don't understand how it works. Or it's like those people who claim they're allergic to... Have you ever Have you ever read that? Yeah, I've seen things about that. I mean, I don't uh, want to hate on I them. Maybe it it's be. real. Right. I mean, right. We've, we've never had this many 
waves before, so they wouldn't have known it was a yeah. problem until now. Yeah, and there's all those people that move to like it's like North Carolina or something. There's this these giant like like outer space radio telescope things and and the like for miles around it is a is a like no signal zone so like there's no cell towers and it's to to prevent interference with the radio telescopes but all these people have like moved to that area because they uh living other places they have like problems Mm -hmm. like health problems it's pretty wacky i didn't know that where is that I, I don't I honestly don't remember what it is. I'm pretty sure there's a This American Life on it, and I also saw it in some other documentary or something too. Uh, seems to be a relatively well known thing, but I I, I I can't say where exactly I heard about that. A very interesting phenomena, certainly affecting the LG five K display. You know what it must be? <laughs> I think it's the extra K. They were too greedy. Too many Ks. Too many Ks, you know? Just stuck with 4K. No, so 4K monitors don't have the problem. (laughs) Just saying. And Uh, the special K monitors don't either. No, and those are low fat. Okay. Right. Better for you. Oh, my goodness. We've resulted to wordplay. That means we got to move on. Um, (laughs) Again, open open phone lines. If you'd like to introduce your own pun, 508-644-TECH. That's 508-644-8324. Call in and join the conversation um, live here on Facebook. Uh, guys, in here we've got some, uh, we got Fitbit, we got Verizon, Facebook, Instagram, the MPAA, Dropbox. We haven't talked about the MPAA in a long time. Yeah, this is kind of a fun story. Have you been wondering what they've been up to? Um, yeah, to- I mean, we haven't, we've, our, my, uh, filled so i haven't had much time to think about it well the good news is dan they haven't been doing much apparently so um i don't know if we ever talked about it on the show but maybe you're aware back in 2013 uh the mpaa and the riaa both launched together what was known as the copyright alert system um otherwise known as the six strikes system and the way it worked was that um if you got caught usually by your ISP, of uh, downloading illegal content, whether it's music or movies or what have you, um, you would be sent warning notices um, from the MPAA or the RIAA. Um, and as you got more and more of those notices, so the first time is a warning, the second time I think was a warning, and then the penalties would increase um, as you got more and more. They called it six strikes because six was the most you were supposed to get. And then hypothetically, by the time you got to five and six of these warnings, the ISPs were supposed to slow down your internet speed or cancel your service altogether. Um, turns out, four years later, um, they never actually did it. Uh, it turns out nothing actually happened after you received six strikes. Your internet wasn't turned off. You weren't sued, and people just kept pirating. Um, MPAA General Counsel Stephen Fabrizio says... Um, he says, uh, a significant number of users who received alerts stopped engaging in piracy, but... He says the system did nothing to address a persistent group of hardcore repeat infringers who were unlikely to change their behavior to receiving these warnings. Quote, the copyright alert system structure was simply not set up to deal with the hardcore repeat infringer problem. Um, now, that's his view of it. The alternate view is the Internet Security Task Force um, released a separate report saying the system is a sham. 
For one film, the group said that only 0.3% of the infringement notices the copyright holder reported actually got served to the customers. And they claimed internet providers who supported the system actually saw a five point a 4.54% increase in piracy. <laughs> Again, you can debate back and forth. I don't know which is the more accurate stat. Like Correlation does not imply causation. Exactly. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But simply said, everyone agrees. <clears throat> It didn't work, uh, mainly because it didn't have any teeth. They couldn't really do anything about it. Um, no new initiative at this time is being announced to replace it, um, but it's entirely possible these groups will look to Congress to pass a stricter agreement in the future. Uh, the Internet Security Task Force pointed to a Canadian law that says um, it's they succeeded by requiring Internet providers to forward the piracy warnings to the user. So instead of getting them from the MPAA or the RIAA, you would get it from your ISP. Um this system expired last week and is no longer in place. So good news, guys. You can just pirate anything you want. It's not legal anymore. This is great. Go nuts. It is great. Go nuts. Get those torrents fired up, man. You know, I haven't been been thinking about things to pirate, but I'm going to go make a list now. I was just thinking about this, and in the past, Up, oh, can you hear me? Mm, yeah, no. we lost you for a second there. You're back, I think. Oh, he's gone. Dance a new Matt. Dance a new Matt. I'm back. That's, Am I back? That's what we should have called the episode. Dan is the new Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the internet in this room is weird. I think I might just have to do it from couch from here on out. Uh, Anyways, the only times I have is buy it. Can you hear me? Yeah, no, we caught that. No, the only time you, you I'll translate for Dan. Uh, what he yeah. said was uh, he only he only uh, has pirated things when he can't buy it, when they and have made is, it difficult. Yeah, becoming less and less. Like very rarely can you not buy something. Yeah. No. So, Maybe that plays into it too. I like think it used to be you had to pirate Game of Thrones. Now you don't have to. It's true. Right. Right. I think that's a huge yeah. piece of it. I think I think that cannot be oversold. How important it is simply making it available and and relatively affordable. I mean, you remember when like I remember how much when TV shows were first available for purchase on iPod Video. Remember back in the day, back when they first started doing oh, I mean, yeah. an episode was like nine ninety nine or some ludicrous price. I think. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. I think over time they've learned how to, to to set the sweet spot for the market. You've got streaming options, subscription, pay as you go. I, I'm with Dan. The only time I ever pirate stuff is like weird, old, obscure stuff that mm. only someone so obsessed. There's where there's like one person who put it up online somewhere, and you know they make it terribly inconvenient. But other than that, I mean that. Yeah, I think I think the. I mean, I don't know. I I don't I'm not super aware of like the the pirating stats now versus five years ago or something. But I feel like, uh, Na- like Na- Napster, for example, Napster's killer feature was not necessarily that it was free. It was that like you could get all this music like whenever you wanted to. Uh, like that was a new idea. It's like people probably would have paid for that at the time. If that was the only way you could get digital music, like, sure. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. 
No, it, 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 I think just logically makes sense. I think the other big thing, too, is, and, and again, I think this might have been a little undersold, is that who was doing most of the pirating? Young people, mm-hmm. right? Under the age of, say, 20 or 25, right? Those are people usually who don't have money or have little money mm-hmm. and who have the technology right. knowledge to, to, to do it, you know? Uh, you know, maybe that's a little different today as we, as older people are now more technologically advanced. But for the most part, I think that's the case. But you think about it now, we've got all the streaming music services have family plans. Very easy to get your kids on those services. All of those, all of the app stores and everything, they all accept. Do any gift- of the streaming music services have family plans? Fra- oh, God, the family plan. You got to let that go, Dan. That hasn't been a thing in like I'll never five let years. it go. No, the fr- <laughs> never forget. Dan, we'll ban you from this family. We'll do it. <laughs> um, but no, I think you know, and you can pay. Uh, gift cards are now. I I did not know this. Apparently, what kids do now is they use their allowance money or you know what the, a little money they get from their jobs, and they use it to buy gift cards at you know the supermarket or wherever, and use that to buy apps and things because they don't have credit cards. Mm. which is very interesting. So I, th- I think it's become, in that respect, even even not just the availability, but the actual making it easier for young people who don't have credit cards, who can't afford to pay for Spotify every month or something, you're making it easier mm. for them to do it, I also think is a smart choice. Yeah, you got to get those apps. Those craps. Yes, exactly. Um, and the kid, kids love their apps. They're, they're, they're purchasing... Uh, that's what I hear. All those in-app purchases. Mm-hmm. Thousands of dollars. Just tens of... Where do these kids get this money? <laughs> kids these days. Indeed. Very cool. <sighs> so, keep an eye out for that. No more no more six strikes. You're done with that. Uh, but we do have some <laughs> other stuff here. <laughs> Remember that you wouldn't steal a car? Oh, like, my God. <laughs> Those were the best. I miss those. You wouldn't steal a purse. <laughs> so why would you uh, steal music? And those were in the movie theaters, right? They were. Yep. Yeah. Those were aggressive. <laughs> that was awesome. It's totally different. And that's why I would do it. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, let's just be a little more realistic. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> The, the good time. I remember back when they used to sue people. You know, like a lady would download 12 songs and they'd sue her for $18 million. Mm-hmm. You know. Glad we don't do that anymore. Well, <laughs> remember in college, you'd get kicked off the network. That was yes. a big deal. Yes. I do remember that. Of course, I never got caught because I knew what I was doing, but... I don't know how you went to do a lot. You, <laughs> you got to... kicked off the network okay. for other stuff. Sean. Thank you. No. Okay. You're right. I can't disagree with that, but never for illegally downloading anything. Just for the record. Did you get kicked off the network for shit posting too much online, Sean? Yeah. Well, you know me, Dan. I, I, I would illegally, because when we didn't get the Pats games, when we lived in, because uh, we lived in New York, mm. I would go onto the sketchiest Russian websites that would like have that would host these like crappy ripoff streams of the games. Oh my god! How my computer didn't get a virus, I'll never know. Um, and I, I seem to manage to survive. Indeed. So wait, they would not play New England games on like the cable? No. Nope, because we, we got the New like... York affiliates, so they play the Giants yeah. or the Jets. 
very rarely would they play them if like no other team was playing. Of course, they were in prime time, but it's not good enough. Yep. Yep. Fun it's times with network network security. <laughs> Indeed. Mm. All right. <laughs> Let's see here. We got time to squeeze in another story or two, guys. Is there is there something here worth talking about? Verizon Charter, standardizing trending topics, eh, Fitbit earnings. I don't. Hmm. I don't know. Are we gonna talk about anything else? I mean. Have we, yeah, have this we, was a slow news week. Have, have we, oh God, have we run out of things to talk te- about for already? Tech news. Yeah. <laughs> is that it? That's it. We're done. We, we've we've maxed out the number of hours of which we can talk about technology. I, I heard I I read a Twitter rumor that that uh, we should expect a cybersecurity executive order from from our glorious leader tomorrow. <laughs> That'll end well. Can we take yep. one shot for every time the word cyber appears in the order <laughs> itself? You'd be yep. dead. Uh, no, but, but wasn't wasn't that his line in the debate? Wasn't his 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 ten year old son was going to be head of cyber? Wasn't that the joke? That... <laughs> Something like that. He said his ten year old son is just great at computers, just incredible. Yep. Yeah, he's going to be our new cybersecurity head. So you can look forward to that. Yeah. Oh dear! What else? What else do we have? Oh, Fitbit's not doing well. No, laying people off. Yeah, well, it's earnings week, so we saw earnings from all the big companies. Mm. Most of them weren't that interesting. Um, I, let's see, off the top of my head, Microsoft. Their business side did really well. Azure and Office and some of that stuff earnings were up. Gaming revenue was down a little bit. Phone revenue was down eighty-one percent, but that's basically because they've given up. Um, but overall, they're doing okay. Google's earnings. Up as usual, lots of ad revenue. They lost a billion dollars on all those fun projects, but that's okay because they made like twenty six billion. So they're going to be just fine. Um, let's see what else. I think those were kind of the big earnings pieces. Fitbit announced they are laying off one hundred and ten employees um, and previewing. So their Q four earnings weren't actually out. They're kind of these are the preliminary. They're warning people about how bad it'll be. Um, their target revenue is going to be in the 572 to 580 million range, short of the target of 750 million um, that they set in their Q3 earnings. Um, it said they plan to reduce operating expenses by 200 million this year. Um, however, one item worth noting is that the the head of the company officially said Fitbit will enter the smartwatch market, unsurprisingly, because they bought a smartwatch company called pebble um as we talked about previously so never fun to hear about layoffs six percent of the workforce um it's a tough time it's a tough time i don't know we talked about this before wearables man it's not a not a space i'd want to be in yeah yeah that they they haven't made it work right certainly not all hype at this point no we're past we're past the hype it's all sizzle no steak as they would say Ah, uh, steakless. Steakless. <laughs> Low stakes. So is, is Apple just going to be the only watch game in town eventually? I, I guess. I mean, again, for me, it's not a question of... It's just how big is the market, period. 
Because if the market is really big, then it can support a lot of competitors. If the market turns out to be very small, which which it, it's increasingly look like it will be, then yeah, Apple can own the market really easily if it's that small and Apple is so big. I don't. There, there's just not enough room for competition. It's a small. They're a big fish in a small pond. Um, that that to me is a question. I don't know how big wearables can get. You know, is it is it the you know that's what companies like Fitbit and Jawbone and some of these guys are finding. Everyone who owns one, everyone who wants one, already owns one. And if people haven't already bought one, they don't want one. So how, you know, I don't know how you bridge that gap. Yeah, can't hear you, Colby. You're uh, you're you're muted. Well, as, as an Apple Watch owner, I'm safe. It sounds like. I don't think Apple's going out of business anytime soon, Dan. I think you're you got some <laughs> security. That that's a safe bet. Yep. I still want my AirPods. Oh, you don't you have them? AirPods? I well, I was going to order them, and then I then it turns out that they're out of stock forever. Mm. And I got I got frustrated and said, uh, "Screw it! I didn't want to pre-order them, which I probably should have done." But now I'm going to check to see if they're back in stock anywhere. I doubt it. Yeah, they're great. I know. Oh, I'm so jealous. Because I the do. Most, I yeah. I use my my wired ones all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the wired ones aren't bad. If like if you want to be able to hear what's going on around you, because there aren't there are headphones that are like in your headphones that'll sound a lot better, but you they typically block out all sounds, so you won't be able to hear what's going on around you, which is sometimes what you want, sometimes it isn't what you want. Uh, so I haven't found one that sits in your ear like the Apple, like the new style Apple ones do, that sound appreciably better than the Apple ones. I don't like the the rubber nipples. I don't think they're comfortable in the ear. I really, you can know, we clip the, that can we flip that sense right there? Go, go. This is why Just we need a soundboard someone, so we can play these back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't like the rubber nipples. I don't like them in my ears, frankly, and I don't. They're they're not they're not they're not comfortable. They're not. They get all stuck up in there. I like sweaty. I don't know where my headphones are, but I have like the Bose ones that have they have like the rubber thing, but they also have like this this support thing that like like braces them in your ear mm-hmm. and they're honestly the most comfortable headphones I've the most comfortable in-ear headphones I've ever owned they never ever come out uh it's like a reasonable amount of like a reasonable upgrade from like no rubber headphones um and you can wear them for hours like I remember and I mean, I'm sure this doesn't have to happen to everyone, but like when I would wear the plastic Apple ones for a long time, they would start to like hurt my ears. Yeah, that that doesn't happen to me with these. Um, so I really can't I can't recommend them more. Uh, I think they're delightful, but they don't they aren't AirPods. So, yeah, there's no magic involved. You I just was, plug them in. I was about to say, I, I, I want I want the magic. Bring on the magic. <laughs> Very nice. All right. Well, guys, we're uh, we're to that part of the, the evening where we move on to our picks, and we have some, um, and they're going to be great. And I think we're going to start with Colby this time. Oh, wow. I never get to start. I, that's what I'm saying. I think it's about damn time. Um, so, recently... Um, I had gone out for uh, one of my coworkers' birthdays. We went out after work to get drinks, and we got dinner. 
Um, and I came home after a, a delightful night. This was on like a Thursday or something. I got up like pretty groggy in the morning. I opened up my bag and there was a cockroach in it. Like it came like scurrying out and was like running around my bag. And I was like, wow. So I made up a cockroach last night. It's been in my bag. There, the, my bag could be like just a time bomb of cockroach eggs, right? So I just threw it away. Like I didn't know what else to do. Um, so I was I was out the bag that I usually use to to like lug my computer back and forth between work. I dropped out there for a second, and I dropped again. Hello? You're, you're in and okay. Yes. Now you're back. You're in and out. <sighs> okay. Uh, I might have missed something there. There was a cockroach in your bag, and then you just threw the bag out. Yeah, it had been there all night. It, I mean, presumably it had been there all night. So, like, what was I going to do? Like, if I kept the bag and the cockroach had laid cockroach eggs in it, like, I don't in think my bag. Clean the bag out? I don't know. I was also hungover, and so I, I, I wasn't feeling patient. I also sort of hated that bag. So I, I'm not I'm not upset about it. Um, but in any case, I got a cool new bag uh, from from sfbags.com, which I'm pretty sure is the place that uh, our friend Joey Carmelo got his laptop bag from. Like, And it's where I got my laptop bag from. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, and so so I got this one. I don't even know how to say it, but there's a link in the show notes. But it's like a. Like a sort of like brief Casey messenger bag type of thing. And it's great. I don't know. It's like comfortable to wear. It's like nice, durable material. It has this weird like magic clip that doesn't seem like it should stay together, but somehow it stays together. Uh, it's cool. It is kind of expensive. So I'm, I'm expecting that it will last it forever and also not get filled up with cockroaches. I was about to say. Um, and uh, yeah. So if you're if you're in the market for for a, 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 I, I'm sure you can buy bags that are much more expensive than this, um, but if you're in the market for a like kind of expensive bag, then yeah, this is this is this is this is a great option. What happens if the cockroach goes in this one? I don't know. I'll probably try a little harder. He'll burn it. Yeah. <laughs> The the other thing was I couldn't find the cockroach like it was in the bag somewhere and I wasn't gonna go like digging through the bag to find the like oh because it might bite you yeah watch out I mean no nah, man just I, no patience no patience for that at that point in my life I just I was out I, I chose the nuclear option Colby, and and the good news is I haven't seen a cockroach since that was months ago Colby you're an American you can absolutely <laughs> do that. <laughs> well within thanks. your rights. Thanks for valid. I got your back. No, this is no, choice. this is a good looking bag. No, this is sweet. Yeah, and I to like be honest, it. that, it's a serious upgrade. This bag is not. I. I mean, I didn't pay this much, but I paid close to this for for my Timbuktu bag. So that's that's that's. I think what you should pay. You know, you you don't get you, get, you use it every day. So I don't nice. think it's that crazy. It, it really is, and uh, I think I prefer having like a shoulder bag for being on the train and stuff. I think it's like uh, way more flexible. Like you know, getting on and off, especially at, at rush hour times when it's crowded, um, you're like 
I don't know, if you're versed in subway etiquette, you don't want to be the person wearing their full-ass backpack on, on the train. Like, that just makes you a jerk. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I would always end up, like, holding it, which is exhausting. Uh, but this one has a, has a nice strap in it. It's very comfortable to wear, so. Very cool. Yeah, I, so far, I have no no complaints at all. It's great. Excellent. We'll check it out. Uh, the link will be on our website at don'tpanic.io. Make sure you get the right one, because um, we'll have the link. It's a good-looking bag. All right, uh, Dan, what uh, what do you have for you? got more stuff for us to listen to. What's this? Yeah, so I forget how I heard about this. I'm watching my ping shoot up to all high hell. Just don't move. <sighs> Stand very still. Well, it's, it's actually when I talk is when it goes up, uh, seems. All right, be. then use charades to tell us about your pick. In the in the past, in the recent past, I picked uh, Unintended Consequences or something, the, the podcast with the guy who made uh, Cards Against Humanity and Patrick Rothfuss. Uh, the guy who made Cards Against Humanity is another podcast do by friday and this podcast is a challenge podcast so week they uh that was decided upon the previous week and they discuss the trials and tribulations that went along with doing that challenge so it's interesting it's fun to think about doing those challenges yourself if you very good. Hey, great pick, Dan. Were you able to hear any of that? We got like 85% of it. So we get the idea. Take the challenge. Dubai Friday is the program. Do, do they Dubai announce Friday their challenges for the next week? Like on the, on they the do. previous They episode. decide. Yeah. In the previous episode, they decide on and then subsequently announce the challenge for the next week. Mm, so you could like do the challenge with them. Yeah, so for instance, this week it was use rescue time, which is something I've already done. The week before that, it was don't use Twitter. Uh, Yeah, it was cool. Excellent. Well, it's dobyfriday.com. The link will be on the website, and I'm sure you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Very nice. Thank you, Dan. Uh, I will go it's pretty look. funny, too, by the way. It's a funny podcast. It's not super serious. It's a good time. Outstanding. Very good. Uh, I've got a quick pick here. I, I, I thought I had picked it on the show previously, but then, what, what, Dan, was it you who was asking me about RSS feeds the other... I think that was the me. Week? Colby, that was you. Um... Because we all fucking forgot about RSS feeds. Like nobody remember when people used the Google Reader. Like remember remember how awesome Google Reader was. I lived in Google mm-hmm. Reader for like a span of time, and then they shut it down. Um, and that's when I switched to Feedly. F e e d l y dot com. It's just an RSS reader. There's really nothing too fancy about it. Um, I use it mostly for. Um, Web comics I really enjoy reading um, that I like to get every week in RSS. I think is kind of the best place to get it all there. I use it for a few comedy websites, for a few news websites. Um, but it's free. It's easy to set up. Um, I originally imported my Google Reader over when I first when that first uh, when they first announced they were shutting it down. But it's free. Uh, you can just sign up with any account 
Uh, they have mobile apps in the website feedly.com and you just plug in any RSS feed and it's a great way to keep track of anything that's published that way. So again, and any kind of blog or site, um, like I said, for me, web comics is probably the biggest thing I use it for. It's really great for that. Um, enjoy looking forward to reading that every day. So check it out feedly.com for all your RSS needs. All right, guys, that's it. We're done. Dan's out of beer. Which means we're out of time, uh, and he's and yeah. he's out of packets. So that really means we're out of time. <laughs> um, they, they they've all gotten I mean, lost somewhere, but that's maybe okay. Dan used up all his packets torrenting all the that illegal content. That's that what was. it was. Ah, that's I'll never forget one one of one of my favorite like how great the internet is moments is i was talking to my mother this was years and years and years ago and i was talking about being able to find stuff on the internet and she goes you know i remember when i was a kid there was a made for tv movie and i think they only she was telling me i think they only aired it like once or twice and i absolutely loved it and i've never seen it anywhere can you find it, it took me like two seconds to find it download it and have a copy to her like and she's like i thought this didn't exist anymore and i'm like isn't the internet like almost you know 30 40 years later isn't the internet amazing that that's the case and it wasn't good everything exists we watched it it was a really crappy (laughs) made for tv movie it was not good but we found it in like crisp hd so i don't know how they did it but (laughs) It, it is amazing in that respect. And, of course, I didn't get my, my one strike in the law either. So I guess I got away with it. Um, that's it. We're done for this week. Um, we're wrapping it up. You guys got big uh, Super Bowl plans this, this coming weekend? I'm going to watch it. Uh, All right. From my couch. All right. Uh, b- nice. Best party in town. Yeah. I'm going to watch it from someone else's alone couch. For the most, most, most of it. I think well, Dan will be up until about halftime and then she'll go to bed. You, you, you'll catch Lady Gaga and fall asleep halfway through. Yeah. Is Lady Gaga the halftime show this year? She is. Lady's got Lady Gaga's current stuff is like not the it's Lady weak. Gaga. I, I, uh, I, I knew and loved from, from the, I don't know what the late 2010s. She seems really tired all the time. Yeah. I think that's fair. We're I mean, barely I, in the late 2010s right now. I, oh my god! I know the early 2010s. Okay. I was when thinking we about were that. in college. Someone referenced 2007 today, and I'm like, you know, that was 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Holy shit! I don't even remember what happened. Yeah, then. Lady, Lady Gaga got burst on the scene 2008. Well. It's been that long, uh, but it should be a fun time. So uh, maybe we'll 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 recap all the action. Colby and I will be either super thrilled or very depressed next Monday. We'll let you know. We'll all be hungover. Um, but that's it. Uh, that's it for this week. Uh, we appreciate all of you joining us. Of course, our website don'tpanic.io. You can get there. Uh, every episode we've done, uh, the audio, the video, the pics, of course, on every episode as well. And I recommend you subscribe, first of all, on YouTube, because we do a really great uh, video version when Dan's internet's working. Um, and you can check that out at youtube.com slash don'tpanicshow. We, of course, also get the audio version anywhere you get your podcasts uh, on most sites, including iTunes. And, of course, follow us at Don't Panic Show on Twitter and, of course, on Facebook at facebook.com slash don'tpanicshow. They're live Monday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, uh, with the week's tech news and other associated banter. Uh, you can do that. And lastly, of course, 
our phone number, uh, 508-644-TECH. That's 508-644-8324. You can call that number anytime, even when we're not live, and leave us a voicemail, and we may play it on the show next week if you got something to say or an opinion to give. Um, gentlemen, that's it. We're going to say we're done at this point. Um, on behalf of Colby Dan, this is Sean thanking all of you for joining us and saying we can't wait, genuinely, from the bottom of our hearts, we can't wait to see you uh, next time for a brand new talk here on Don't Panic.